Hello and welcome to another episode of Young Black Misses. I am your host, Morgan F. What up, what up? We're back. I'm back. It's all back. Yay. Sorry to leave you hanging there um, for a week. I just needed a break um, because I did that bonus episode and then my life kind of got busy right after Thanksgiving, so I just needed a break to just a little me time, you feel me? So I am back with another episode And thank you to my new followers that I'm gaining on Instagram. I'm trying to be more active on there and I'm trying to post more. So hard for me because I'm so busy, (laughs) Um, but I'm trying to post more. So today's episode is going to be talking about dating with intention. And I can't wait to share a little personal story about my shortcomings on there. And this is, I know this is about marriage, but I'm going to talk about my dating life that uh, has nothing to do with my husband, which is great because you don't know what I'm talking about. It's great. So, okay, let's get into the next segment. Shaking my curl. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curl. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curl. Shaking my curl. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curl. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curl. I need to come up with a different name when I'm shaking my curls in a celebratory way. Or maybe maybe the theme song will be different. I don't know. But, but I really want to give kudos to a movie, Queen and Slim. And this is like no kind of movie that I would normally see. I like to go to a movie and feel happy afterwards and just be like, oh... I'm so good. Life is good. God is good all the time. Hallelujah. Um, But this one wasn't like that. This was pretty thought provoking. And I don't know the characters' names or the actors' names, but I remember seeing a lot of great reviews and a lot of people talking about it on social media. And I just really wanted to kind of see what that was all about. So go and see the movie. And I I was sitting, I was sitting next to, I mean, all guys on my row. So my husband's on my right. And I'm sorry, my husband's on my left. This guy is on my right. And then there's an older gentleman on the far right. And the older gentleman is just like really in tune to it. They're calling it the movie like a modern day Bonnie and Clyde. But it really, it faces topical topics such as, uh, you know, killing of police by, or being killed, shot, whatever the case, um, like black people being unarmed and being killed or shot by the police. And then what happens if a person kills a cop kind of a thing. So it was just really like thought provoking. And then after the movie, oh, well, during the movie, the, the older gentleman was just really shook up about it. He, after the credits, sat there and, and watched the all the Have you ever just been to a movie where you just watched all the credits roll by because you were just so moved by it? And I felt like I had to say something to him afterwards. Like, okay, sir, like, have a good night. And, you know, it was just, it was hard to watch. And I think back to the to the one time that I got pulled over when I was with someone. And we were on, like, this whole episode is talking about old boyfriends. Sorry. Well, ooh, a strong word. Situation chips. Yeah. Boo thanks. People I dated. People I talked to. Not boyfriends. That was a strong word. Um. So anyways, I just remember 
we, I think it was like 19 and we were just sitting out. It was probably like nine o'clock sitting out in a park, like whatever, just in a park, whatever, not hurting anything, not drinking, not smoking, not, you know, doing anything provocative, just sitting in a car, uh, talking. And then we get pulled over. Everybody, as soon as the cops come, everybody drives out. And we're the dumb people that are still there. So the cops come and they search this guy's car. And I mean, they were rowdy with him for no apparent reason. We're just like, okay, just give us our salutation and, or give us our ticket and just go along. Let us go along. That could have escalated so bad. And I'm glad it didn't because, wow. And to this day, after I saw the movie, after I saw the movie, I wanted to text the guy like, yo, like, da 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 but I, I was like, yeah. But I thought about it, but I didn't. <laughs> but I bet he's probably still mad about it to this day. Just, But, yeah, so that was a really great movie. And I'm just shaking my curls in celebration to that movie and nobody's paying me to say this or anything like that, but I just really like that movie and um, I don't think I would. So if you haven't seen Queen and Slim, check that out. That's super cool. All right, on to the next segment. What you chewing? What I'm chewing, what I'm sipping. So I recently went to an event for my for my business, for my my small business. And this guy kept coming back with cocktail after cocktail nonstop. And so I just asked him, man, what are you drinking? He said, uh, tequila with lime and tonic. He said it's an upper. It keeps you up. So I've been sipping on it for a while. Maybe I think it was like two or three ago. So I've been I've been sipping on it for a couple of weeks. And it's quite refreshing. The first time I made it not so good because I didn't use real lime. I had used lime in this container, but when you squeeze a lime, splash a tequila. When I drink tequila. That's all I know of that song. But um I'm sure some of you know the rest. Uh, yeah, but but it's really quite refreshing. And and I think if I go to like a, a bar and they say, what do you want for your drink? I think this would be like considered a whale because I would just say, can I get a tequila and tonic with a slice of lime? Done got myself too drunk to drive. Nobody knows that song. Oh, night. Anywho, so that is what I am sipping or chewing. And I'm going to sip this for the rest of the episode, which is... When I'm recording it, it's not that much, but what is? Okay, on to the next segment. I was just preparing you for the holidays a little bit or whenever you're hearing this. That is one of my favorite Christmas songs. And I was listening to it recently. Me and my husband were going to this thing they have out here in Missouri. It's called Christmas in the Park. 
And I, I was playing it. I don't like to talk about old boyfriends. It makes me uncomfortable. I remember when we were in uh, counseling. Yes, counseling is good. We were in counseling. And that was one of the hot spots, like, not to talk about. Like, I don't like to talk about old boyfriends. But the song came on. And songs, songs like that, like Last Christmas or that All I Want for Christmas is You, makes me think of a time when I was single and... All I wanted was to be in relation with someone. All I all I wanted was to just have that special someone. Because I felt I feel like the holidays really get me down in that way because I just see the couplings, my aunts and my uncles and you know my parents, my grandparents, whatever. I see, I see that. And I'm just like, I want that. I desire, I desire that. What do I do to get to that? And for me, my journey to get to that just was through prayer. Like, I just, I, Morgan, do not cry. I just, I really prayed for a life partner. And I continue to pray over that life partner. But before all of that goodness, um, before we got here to the, well, happiness or whatever you want to call it, to the marriage, you know, there were there were relationships and situationships before situationships was a thing. I, I had a lot of first. Um, like I think I had I was a uh, cyber bully before that was a thing. And I think I had a situationship before that was a thing too. But I'm sure, you know, everybody has those things. So that song reminds me specifically of this guy. I'm not gonna say his name, but if I accidentally slip up and say it, whoopsie. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of his middle name. And so if I say that, I, if my friend hears, she'll know who I'm talking about. So I'm not going to do that. But in hearing the story, she'll know who I'm talking about. Anyways, but okay, so there was this guy and went to college together. And um, I met him freshman year. And the way he dressed was just so, like, it caught my attention. It just caught my attention. Like, I'd never seen a guy dress like that. And I could just tell he was a man of God, which was very attractive to me, which is <laughs> anyways. So situationship, you know, hanging out, talking, watching movies, you know, doing the things that you do, but you're not really dating. You're just, you're just, I mean, you're dating, but you don't have the title. And throughout that, the maybe four years, yeah, four, I guess four years, it was this situation chip. And I was just like, oh, he's this guy's amazing. You know, everything that I thought of. But he was just so I could not figure out, I could not figure out where his head was throughout the whole situation. I knew from day one, I'm like, I wanna be his girlfriend. I wanna whatever, whatever. And it just it just never clicked. And I remember he was in a, a like a vulnerable state. Uh he was attempting to join a fraternity and he was just in a vulnerable state and he came to me that one time and then he said he loved me <laughs> I remember texting one of my friends that is actually in this fraternity that he was trying to join and my friend was like oh he's don't even like <laughs> like he's don't even see what he says afterwards Shout out to you, friend. Uh, but he was he was just like, don't even mm -mm, like let him get let him get through, and then come back to that. If that's how we fit, then come back. 
If not, just let that rock. Uh, but I was like, oh my God, he said it up. I'm like, oh, we're finally making it somewhere. And I'm gonna be like so supportive, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to to his uh pro show and like blah 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 when he when he finishes and he joins. And obviously that never happened because he never anyways, but that's whatever. So okay, so then come to I think the things that I liked, but we had we had a lot of common things with music. Like we really connected on music. And that was comforting, to, you know, to just connect with someone and have them share the same interest as you, I guess. And as I say this, this takes nothing away from my husband. I just want to make that clear. I'm just, I'm talking about dating with intention. I'm going to tell you how I, I didn't date with intention. But, um, so <laughs> we really connected on, on music. And I remember we really dug Ryan Leslie. And there was, there were some other songs, but I specifically remember Ryan Leslie, um, that gibberish song. Um, maybe I'll play it at the end. If I remember to put that in. Uh, but we really, we really dug that Ryan Leslie. And then there was other music to come that he would put me on. I would put him on and we just vibe off of the, the love of music. And I mean, there were, there were, there were good times, you know, there, even though it was never official, but then it would piss me off when he would actually claim a girl as his girlfriend and me, I'm just over here nothing. So after a while, I was like, okay, I'm not going to fool with you. Then I actually got into a relationship and there he was just knock, knock, knocking on my door. And it was just, college is so interesting. Uh, I need to take a sip of wine on that. Cause I'm just reflecting on that moment. And oh God, it was awkward. Mm. But anyways, so after college, we still kept in touch and call each other and he was doing some I don't even know what he he did or does for work or I don't even know it was so confusing but I remember I remember and it was a little like when I was going through my episode and I was being hospitalized I I remember thinking to myself well because we were kind of talking at that time I remember thinking well I'll just move out I'll just move out there to another state where I went to school at. Uh, I don't know. Actually, oh, I think he might've been in Michigan at that time. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. I'll just move out there and, and be with him and he'll take care of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh man. I'm just thinking hindsight is so 2020 girl. What did you do it? Okay. But I'm like, okay. I'm like 23, 24. I'm like, Oh, you know, he's going to be there for me. He's going to take care of me. Blah, blah, blah. Like if I ever came up to my parents and said I was moving with to be with this guy, mom, tell me what she would have done. Uh, it didn't happen, so it don't matter. But okay, so somewhere in there, like twenty four, two thousand fourteen, I get a call from him. I get a call from him, and he calls me and he says, "Will you marry me? Yes or no?" And the first thing is I'm like, "Well, is this a proposal?" Cause uh, where's my brain? And he's he's just it's a yes or no question. And that's always the crap he would say. It's a yes or no question. And I'm thinking in my mind like, how are you asking marriage when you haven't asked a girlfriend? And my dumb butt, I give an explanation like, um, 
I really want to see where this goes. I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying no. He was like, yes or no. So my dumb butt says yes. I don't think I've ever told my husband this story. I probably should tell him this story before this airs. Uh, so my dumb butt says yes. And he says, that's all I need to know. I'll talk to you soon. And he hangs up the phone. <laughs> I got to take another sip, y'all. I got to take another sip. Hold on, this gets crazy. Okay. Let me tell you why Facebook is good. Let me tell you why Facebook is good. Okay. So, yeah, I know I'm not getting my days mixed up. This is around 2014. This is right around the time when I was hospitalized. Or maybe a little, like a couple months after that. And maybe that's why I was like, yes, you know, because I didn't know what was going on. I don't know. But I said, yes. And I'm like, OK, so then I, I wish I knew what season it was. I can't really remember. But it was in 2014 ish, I think. I think. So then <laughs> I get on Facebook one day and I see that he's married. <laughs> kind of look like me and I'm not being funny old girl kind of look like me and I'm like wow he has a type there oh god so I say all that to say oh god I say all that to say now I, I don't know what my mom's thinking when she's hearing this back because I've never told her this story uh but I, I say all that to say I wasn't dating with intention I wasn't in my mind, and every time I'm talking to you guys on this podcast, I'm looking at a picture of me and my husband, or one of our engagement photos, where we're kind of holding hands. And it really symbolizes our marriage, just like taking a new, each new step together on a, a new journey. It's, it's beautiful. So I'm looking at that when I'm talking to you. But uh, <laughs> I wasn't dating with intention. I, w I was just, oh, he likes me. Oh, he treats me well. Oh, he's what I think I want in a man. Blah, blah, blah. And he was never forth. He was never forthcoming with how he felt about me, but he always kept coming back to me. That's how I felt. Maybe that wasn't the reality, but that's how I felt. And, and I, I wonder to this day why he asked me that question. And then a couple of weeks later got married. Maybe he just needed to, I don't know. I don't really care at this point. I mean, I care a little bit, but not to, not too much. I don't care enough to, to text him. Do I even have boy's number? Let me see. I'm pulling up my phone right now. Do I have his number? Y'all think I should text him? No, nah, I ain't doing that. Nah, oh, I do. Well, I don't know if it still works. Uh, but anyways, I ain't going to fool with that. What I'm going to do is tell my husband and see what he, see what he thinks about the whole story. Uh, so I, I was not dating with intention. I was not dating with a purpose. And I guess when you're 23, 24, I guess your, your purpose is to, I don't know. Cause there's people that get married at that age. You know, there's people that get married 23, 24. I guess who, who knows what, who, who knows what your, your purpose is at your age. Like, it's really, it just depends. But I wasn't dating with intention. And so I think the way that I'm learning, well, that I learned to date with intention, and even now to, to continue to date my husband with intention, is to really take that time to get to know someone. Because looks fade, 
you know, a thing about being so attracted to him and his fashion. And I see him sometime. Oh, I'm sorry if you're listening, friend. And I know you know who I'm talking about now. Um, I'm not going to say your name, but you know who I'm talking to. Uh, like, I see him and he's like on Instagram and all this fashion stuff. And I'm not going to lie. Looks good. I'm not going to like the picture, but I'll look like it looks, you know, you look nice. But that all that all fades away. And if you don't know the person and truly enjoy spending time with that person, that's all for naught. It doesn't really matter. It's just whatever. I think the way to date with intention is to ask questions. Lots of questions and really get to know that person and just be friends with that person. And that's what I think me and me and my husband did. Like we were friends before we I even put a relationship on the table. And I just enjoyed being around him. I just enjoyed his company. He just, you know, and I think thinking of the friendship first, I think that's how lasting marriages are made. Because if you realize you just want to spend time with that person, because, okay, me and my husband will fight or we'll fuss about something and then we'll go away for a few minutes. And I'm like, dang, I can't miss him. Like, oh man, well, I don't even know. What we, and we don't really fight. Fight. It's just like, we'll have heated arguments. And I'm just like, I'm done. Like, leave me alone. Go away. But it's marriage, you know, whatever. So um, it's just interesting that some people get all wrapped up in, and I guess this depends on your love language. People get all wrapped up in looks or types. I saw that on Instagram uh, recently. People talking about types, which makes me think of that song. I ain't got a type. Hey, I like that song. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Thing that I like. I don't cuss on here, but fill in the blanks. Uh, and the situation with types is, it's kind of like if you made a list of all the things that you want in a spouse or you want in a just a boyfriend, you're not going to find it. It's just the same way with, I had an issue with the house. Like we were talking about on the last podcast, it's, you're not, you're not going to find everything. You just got to focus on the three things that matter most to you or whatever, five, whatever your number is. And really key in on that. And I think that's how you can start to date with intention, knowing, knowing what is truly important to you. And for me, it's, it's friendship And um, family, respect, love, of course. Uh, so, yeah. Please share your um, your horror dating stories. I mean, I feel like that. I mean, I got some other ones, you know. But that one was pretty bad. I mean, I could go more in depth with him because, I mean, there there were some red flags. But anyways, you know, what is, I forget what uh, Sarah Jessica Parker says. I think, like, your 20s are to make the mistakes. Your 30s are to learn to learn the lessons. And your 40s are to pay for the drinks. I think I quoted that right. That's uh, Sex in the City. She said that to Jennifer Hudson's character. She was talking about a booty call. If you're a Sex and the City fan. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Dating with intention. Something Morgan did not do. 
All right, y'all, on to the next segment. Thanks so much for listening to Young Black Misses. If you've gained value out of this podcast, please share with your friends. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Young Black Misses Podcast. You know, honestly, if you want to DM me or comment on my posts about your most embarrassing dating story, I would love to hear it. And then we can set it free and we can be good because... Now we are dating with intention. Okay, until next time, guys. Peace.